to the Master Key Podcast, the only podcast on the internet where you will learn how to tune in, unlock, and attain using Charles F. Panel's perennial philosophy of success, the Master Key System. Your host is publisher, author, and world-renowned expert on Hanel and the Master Key System, Tony Mahalski. The Master Key Podcast is made available to you by www.masterkeycoaching.com. Visit masterkeycoaching.com to read valuable articles, observations, and insights about the Master Key System and the philosophy of success. To obtain your very own copy of the Master Key System free of charge, please visit www.thefreemasterkey.com. You'll be glad that you did. And now, here to help you tune in, unlock, and attain, here's Tony. Good evening, everybody. It's Monday, March 21st, 2011, and welcome to the 36th episode of the Master Key Coaching Teleseminars. My name is Tony Mahalski. I'm the owner of Callisti Publishing, and I also uh, do all the coaching and everything with the, the Master Key Coaching Program, and uh, publish all the books by Hanel and a couple of other things. Uh, sometimes too many things to mention, as, as we were just discussing before the call. We'll, we'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, but I just want to let you know that uh, if, if you've uh, visited, or if you don't already own Charles F. Hanel's Complete Master Key Course, like I said, that's all of the books by Charles F. Hanel, plus the Master Key Workbook, Master Key Arcana, a whole slew of bonuses, uh, a free cer- a, a certificate for a, a free master key coaching session. I mean, it's an incredible package. It's called Charles F. Hanel's Complete Master Key Course. You can get it right now at thecompletemasterkeycourse.com. And it's really amazing. It, you can download it instantly. And if you want more, you can order the books, and they'll be sent to you to, uh, in the mail. You get five pounds of books right at your doorstep. It's uh, over 2,000 pages of material. It, it's really incredible. Like I said, this is Hanel's entire philosophy. Uh, it's what we're studying here with the Master Key System, uh, and it's that and then some. So check it out at www.thecompletemasterkeycourse.com. It's a, it's a redesigned website. Um, but as far as I know, everything's working. Everything's wonderful. It's really great. You'll you'll you know love what you see there. So please uh, check it out. Now, uh, if any of y'all are on Facebook, just want to let you know that uh, have a, I have a, you know, a lot of groups up, up there on Facebook, so that you know keep this information out there, get new information. Uh, it's a way for us to connect. Uh, the big one is uh, Facebook.com/slash/handle. H-A-A-N-E-L, and that will take you to what I consider to be the official Facebook page about Charles F. Hanel. Um, Yeah, just uh, a lot of information there, great way to connect. I update it just about every day, Uh, you know, put a quote up there from the Master Key System, uh, 
have some nice conversations up there with people asking questions and people responding and people answering us. You know, <laughs> Facebook is, is very strange. And uh, if you are not, uh, if you don't have a Facebook account, I, 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 I sort of recommend that you get one. It, it, it's rather nice at times. Uh, yes, it's weird, and yes, it's strange, and uh, but you know it is a, a very decent way to connect. And you know, there's a lot going on. You could you know go there, and it, it's kind of neat. You, know, you could be friends with you know people who you actually are friends with, as well as people you just meet through Facebook, and and then people who you, you kind of you know. No, you know, actors, musicians, a uh, little bit of this, a little bit of that. So it's really neat. Like I said, I, I, I guess I sort of recommend it. Um, like I said, it, it, it's, you know, your call. Because um, it's, like I said, a lot of good stuff, but a couple of weird stuff. So let's just put it that way. But, you know, we have Hanel up there on Facebook. Uh, have a, a master key group on Facebook. I have one for Callisti Publishing on Facebook uh, for for some books I'm releasing. So it, it's just a neat way to, like I said, to stay in touch. And uh, if, you're, if you're thinking about, like I said, if you don't have a Facebook account, you're thinking about it. Yeah, give it a shot. Uh, just don't get all you know too personal with it and everything. We all know the dangers in that. Like I said, it's kind of neat, so give it a shot. And if you are on Facebook, check us out, facebook.com slash Hanel, H-A-A-N-E-L. You know, like it, and, you know, see if there's pictures, and join the conversation. It's really wild. Um, I, I was just uh, discussing before I started recording, um, God, I uh, have a book that is being released April 2nd. Yep, about what, less than two weeks away, and it's a, a project that I came across with a with an author. And uh, basically, what's happening here is is that basically, you know, six nine months worth of work. That's usually what it takes to get a book ready for publication. It's being compressed into about you know two three weeks. Um, so. You know, those are, that's what kept me away from this call, uh, you know, not last week, but the week before, two weeks ago. And, you know, almost kept me away tonight. Uh, I said, you know what, I'm going to show up and I'm going to do it. You know, we're mission impossible here. And uh, that's what we like to do is uh, take the impossible and make it happen, solve the problems that need to be solved. And uh, we're doing it. But this book is really neat, and I hope you all uh, uh, get it. You can find it at uh, com. You'll see it right on the front page there. Uh, it's about this fellow. His name is Harold Cameron. He has two brain tumors and, and a couple of other diseases. Um, but he's walking across America. Him and his walker, and he's you know walking across America. And the book is entitled "Why I Walk," and it's very inspiring. It's it's very wonderful. You're going to love it. Uh, we have a, a, a great, uh, you know, pre-release special going on with it. You can pick up the book 
with uh, you know 33% off the retail price, and the retail price is only 15 bucks. So you're getting it for 10 bucks, and you're going to get a whole bunch of bonuses. Um, it's it's like I said, it's really inspiring, you know, to see what this guy has gone through in his life, and you know how he's you know living each day positively. And it's you know, a message to us all. It's very inspiring. It's a message for all of us. And it you know, goes well beyond any you know, faith or religion or anything like that. It's just a message that says, hey, <clears throat> if this guy can do something so significant, you know, if this guy can you know, make his little dent in the universe so significantly, then you know, why can't you? And... Uh, yeah, it's just a powerful book, very inspiring. And so please, you know, check it out. You know, check it out on Facebook. On check it out at CallistiPublishing.com. K-A-L-L-I-S-T-I Publishing.com. And uh, you're going to be uh, amazed. You're going to be inspired. And you know, tell all your friends about it because chances are likely uh, he's going to be walking through a town near you. Of course, I will be keeping you updated about his progress and uh, hopefully, time permitting, might have a brief interview with him so you can uh, get, a, get a, a, a feel for him. Really amazing. And, and yes, John, he is uh, going to be coming down by the Orlando Way, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, that's on uh, the later leg of his journey, so it might be very late in uh, 2000 when he gets there. But amazing fellow, and it's, it's an amazing story. And uh, reserve your copy today. Yeah, let's uh, move on to the teleseminar proper. And I, I mentioned it earlier about, you know, hey, Mission Impossible. That's what we do. We solve problems. And as, as I talked about with regard to the master key system and Charles F. Hanel's philosophy, a big chunk of it, if not a, a big part of it, and I don't know if anyone remembers, but the very first teleseminar I, I delivered, now, episode number one, it was, I said, one of the five things you'll really get out of the master key system. And, and this whole philosophy is how to solve problems. Now, a lot of people ask me what I do, and I say, you know, solve problems. And what I found out is that generally, and more often than not specifically, what successful people do, they solve problems. Now think about, you know, when you're growing up, when you're a kid, whenever you had a problem, you went to mom or dad or both, and they helped you solve your problem. It's not solve it for you. And later on in life, you know, we, we grow up and, you know, we, we have problems in school. We see the guidance counselor. We see our teachers. They solve problems. These are the people who we, to, you know, to whom we look to, look up to. Um, then later on in life, you know, maybe we'll have a job or, or, or we'll be in college, we'll be learning the same thing. You know, we have a problem with something. You know, we, we see the people who can help us, who are, are better than us, who can help us solve that problem. And then and later on in jobs, you know, we have a problem in, 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 our, in our work. We don't know how to do something. We need to solve something. We check with our boss. We check with our superiors. We check with our managers. You know, the people who solve problems. And as you go up the food chain in any organization, those are generally the people who can resolve the problems we have. You, know, you have a problem with a company, and you know the first-level tech support or client liaisons or whatever, they, they can help you. 
and say, hey, send me up the up the grapevine. So you're shooting up the ladder, and then you know, maybe eventually you're talking to the owner of the company, and they're saying, okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. I'm going to solve your problem. Either get you a new product or a new widget or widget or whatever. And, and that's what people do. That's what successful people do. They solve problems. So tonight I'm going to go over the five simple steps you need to solve your problem, any problem you have. And this is all in the master key system. These are all based on everything we've, we've gone over in the master key system. And this is important because as we go through life, we want to be the people who solve problems. We want to be the people who are, you know, the calm minds in the crowd, like in the crowd, like when we were reading that poem last week, If by Rudyard Kipling. You know, we, we want to have our mind about us when everyone else is losing theirs. And, and that's, you know, part of the mindset, the headspace, uh, the thinking processes of, you know, a, a person who solves problems, who, a person who takes control of a situation, who owns a situation. And we all have that within us. We just have to be that person. And knowing how to solve problems will, will allow that to, to come out. So let's, you know, uh, and, and also, and let me just add before, before I get into the five simple steps, it's just that this is how we achieve our goals as well. So I don't know if you recall, but over the past, 34 episodes, every now and then we'd, I'd interject in there and say that a goal is nothing more than a problem that needs to be solved. If we have a goal, we have a problem, and we just have to solve that problem. So whether it's making more money or getting a job or, or getting a new car, or, you know, going on our dream vacation, it, it, it's, it's a goal. It's a problem. It's something we don't have. It's something that we want to you know, build for ourselves or make make available to ourselves or attain for ourselves. And we just do that by solving problems, by attaining our goal. So sometimes, and I'd say more often than not, you know, a goal, a problem, a goal, a problem, same thing. So anyway, let's, let's get into these five simple steps. And I don't, I don't know if they're very simple. <laughs> The word simple sounds good in any sentence, but, you know, in a way they're simple to look at. And, you know, in in many ways they are simple to do, but like everything else, it takes practice. And we're going to get into that a little later on. But for now, let's just go, you know, the five steps. Simple steps. The first is you're going to assess. You might want to write these down. Have a little checklist of you know, one, two, three, four, five. Number one, assess your situation, your current situation. That means where are you right now? What is your situation? Now, that sounds very easy. But as we know, oftentimes looking at things objectively, dispassionately, is a very difficult thing to do. We, we sometimes have a problem where, you know, we either, you know, it, it, it's we, you know, overestimate our virtues, we overestimate our skills, and we, uh, you 
you know, underestimate the things that, you know, we don't know, you know, our flaws and our things, things like that. And sometimes the reverse happens. Sometimes we underestimate our skills, but then we overestimate the, the, the things against us, you know, what needs to be done, the problems that we're having. So it's, it's, it's important just to you know, look at things with a very level head, like I said, objectively. Now we, we want to take the, a lot of the emotion out of it. And you know, even doing that, we're going to run into some you know, mistakes now and then. We're, we're going we're gonna to make errors now and then. That's okay. You know, we get by. But uh, you know, we want to be as objective and as dispassionate as possible. Now, I, I should put in here. Now, let's you know do this with a running example, so that you can see the, the steps as, as they're taking action. And the example I chose is a very simple one. It's a very tangible one, and it's you know, something that you know, we could all relate to. <laughs> you know, say, let's say we're driving. And we get a flat tire. That's a problem. We could all agree on that. It's very tangible. You know, things that we'll be able to touch and manipulate. And it's something that chances are likely we've we've all been there at one time or another. I, I just last week I was, but neither here nor there. I, I don't know if that had any bearing on my decision. Probably did. But so we're going to have a flat tire. So what we want to do is you know assess our situation. We have a flat tire, obviously. But we also want to assess a couple of other things. You know, where are we? Where are we? Now, are we on a busy highway? Are we on a, 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 you know, empty back roads? Are we on a city street? Are we in front of our house? You know, these things are going to influence us. You know, do we have a spare tire in the car? Do we have a jack in the car? Do we have the know-how to use the jack and and, and change and uh, change a tire? Do you know? Do we have the physical ability to do so? You know, assessing our current situation—that's step number one. We're looking at everything around us. We're trying to you know get collect and gather as much data about our current situation as possible. Okay. Everything, you know, you know, is it a full-size spare tire or is it just the donut? Um, you know, is there is it light out? Is it day or light out? Day or night? You know, and if it's you know day, is there amp? Is you know, what is the weather like? Are we in a safe spot to change a tire? Uh, if it's night, do we have you know? Can we create enough light you know with a flashlight or a glow sticks or whatever to uh, you know illuminate the area? You know, do we have a cell phone? You know, we want to assess everything about our situation so that we could, you know, as we'll see later on, you know, do our what what actions need to be taken because that'll take us to step two. Okay, so step number one is assess our current situation. Step two, define the end result. We want to define the end result. What do we want to get? What, you know, what's the solution? What do we want the solution to our problem to look like? Now, in, in our example here, it's very easy. 
we want to fix the flat tire. We want to we want to, we want to, uh, to replace the tire that's flat with one that is not flat, so that we can continue on our journey, or that we could so that we could drive somewhere, you know, wherever we were going. You know, this is going to take part. This is going to use a, a lot of what we've you know studied in the master key system. It's going to utilize visualization because you want to see what you know the end result looks like, and this is especially important for you know tasks where you know, sometimes it's not as cut and dry as, as fixing a flat tire. Let's say, like me, like I said, you know, hey, I'm getting a book ready. There's a lot of mental visualization work that goes on with that. And also using the creative imagination, the thing that Hanel talks about, using our creative imagination, you know, building in our head, you know, what does our final goal, end result, problem solved solution look like? We want to build that as thoroughly as possible. And we want to, like I said, use our uh, uh, skills of visualization. We want to use our creative imagination in, in order to do this, because we want a clear, unwavering mental image of, of, of uh, where, where we're going with this, you know, what our solution looks like. Because many times, you know, how we visualize and what we, you know, do in our creative imagination, that will determine the path we take. And you know, on, on our solution to to our, our goal, you know, because that's going to bring us to step three, similar to step one, but a little bit different because we are going to assess our resources. Like I said, step one is assessing our situation. And step two is assessing, or you know, defining the end result, our, our problem solve state. Step three is we're going to assess our resources. So like I said, you know, in step one, we, we noticed a lot of things with regard to our situation. But now we're, we're going to start thinking, okay, we're going to start putting them together. Because we're going to say, okay, yes, we do have a spare tire. Yes, we do have a jack. But you know what? It's not very lit out here. But you know what? also have a cell phone. Cell phone has a signal. So we could call 911 or call AAA. And if that's possible, that's a you know a great solution to our our flat tire problem. But if we don't have a signal, in assessing our resources, we have a cell phone. Do we have a signal? Okay, that's going to determine whether or not we can take that or not. So then we might have to be okay if we're on a busy highway. We might be able to just do the white T-shirt in the window type thing to show that we're broken down, and someone will stop or a state trooper will stop. Get us get assistance for us. Like I said, you know, we're assessing our resources so that we can see which one it would, is the best thing to use in our situation. And those resources can include friends. Now, when I say friends, I'm using them in the more Facebook Facebook sense of the term, meaning friends like you know, police, AAA. Uh, they could be actual friends, <laughs> people you know. Hey. Uh, Hey John, <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm stuck out here, flat tire. Can you come uh, give me a hand? Sure, Tony. Um, you know, people we know, and and you know, someone driving by. You know, 
depending on, like I said, you know, we're, we're from, you know, assessing the situation. So as we're assessing the resources, we're saying, okay, is this a crowded road? Is you know, some you know, place where you're going to trust someone driving by? Once again, we're assess, you know, that comes from assessing our situation. You know, are we alone, uh, male or female? You know, all these things have to come into play. But you know, we're going to, you know, as we're assessing our resources, like I said, friends is going to be a big one. You know, things that in our example, jack, spare tire, donut, you know, cell phone, light. Um, you know, the proper tools to take off the lug nuts. You know, these are the things we, 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 we need to, to know. We want to take an inventory. And, and as we do anything, we're going to be doing this because we're going to be, you know, uh, uh, you know going with our resources. And, you know, as well as, as, well as places. You know, we have a flat tire, but if we know, okay, there's a, a garage a half a mile down the road and you're going to limp, you're, you know, you're going to be fine. Um, but if you know, hey, we're, we're we're 50 miles to the to, to the nearest service station because you just started on the one of those you know roadside billboards. They said, you know, hey, you're you're entering the valley of death. You won't see anything for the next you know 40 miles or next rest stop. In, you know, 40 miles. Next exit. You know, 50 miles. Um, yeah, you you want to know these things. Because these are these are things that are going to, once again, these are resources that you may or may not have access to, and you want to keep uh, a, a, a tab on all of them. You want to have a, a good running inventory on everything. You know, this is all part of keeping our head about us, knowing what's around us. You know, it's not unlike sometimes. And it, and it could end up like this, but it's not unlike, you know, what MacGyver did. Remember that TV show MacGyver? We still make jokes about it. Hey, what did you MacGyver over there? Because you see something covered with duct tape and, and, and you know, cooking twine or something. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's sometimes thinking intelligently. I know one time I was driving and, you know, my one windshield wiper came loose. What I ended up, you know, using to secure it in place so that it wasn't whacking all around as, as I drove down the uh, turnpike uh, was I, I, you know, was taking, transporting a gift uh, for someone. It was in the trunk, and I just, you know, when I popped the trunk looking to see if I had anything back there, and of course I didn't, I just had this gift, but this gift, it was like a stuffed animal type thing, and it was secured inside the box by those, a little twisty tie thing. Yeah, that's what I used, and it yeah got me to my location and back, and then to the garage to get it fixed properly. Um, I'm not claiming to be a super genius MacGyver over here, but it's one of those things where you you look you look at what you have, you think about what you want to accomplish. I just wanted to secure this damn windshield wiper so that. <laughs> It wouldn't be clanking and it, and it wouldn't fly off somewhere. Did it? You know, problem solved for the, for, like I said, for the time being. You know, same thing here. We want to assess everything we have, anything that might be of use to us. 
You know, you've seen this in countless movies and read about this in countless books. This is just part of the process. And that'll take us to step four, where we act. Okay, okay. Based on our current situation, based on, you know, what our what we want our end result to be, and based on you know, what we have available to us, you know, our resources, we act. That's why I said, you know, in, in step three, as we're, as we're going over our, our resources, the, the, and, and as we're visualizing, you know, steps in steps two and three, you know, a lot of times those are going to, going to determine you know, what our course of action is. You know, what we're going to, to do with it. Um, you know, if we're visualizing and we, you know, the solution and we're visualizing getting it fixed and then we notice that we have these resources, hey, that, that might be the, the good course of action. Like I said, you know, you say, hey, I have a cellular phone. Hey, we have a signal. Hey, we're, we're calling we're calling AAA. You know, sit in the car, hang out for a little bit. You know, help will be on the way. You know, problem solved. And, uh, you know, and that's the, the big part of it, you know, solving that problem and taking action. Um, and then step five is, you know, repeat if necessary. Rinse, wash, repeat. You know, repeat if necessary. If, if you know, it failed, you know, go to, go to plan B or retry plan A. You know, you have to assess, okay, was this a problem with my skill? Or is it an inherent problem with the idea? You know, if there's no cell phone coverage, it's a back road and not a whole lot of traffic. So you have to get out there and put the car, you know, jack up the car and change, you know, pull off the lugs. If there's a stock lug nut, and we all know that that happens very easily, and especially if you're using the the kit that came with the car. Yeah, that that could be hell, but you know what? Maybe find a rock, see if you could just just jar it enough. Uh, yeah, sometimes if you have a can of soda, you know, do an old Coke trick. Yeah, you're gonna have sticky t- sticky uh, wheel, but hey, <laughs> you know, sometimes that's just enough, you know, acid in there to uh, uh, you know, get away some of the rust. But the, you know, this is a, a, a little bit of improvising, and, and like I said, you know, we're, we're you're looking to see if, if there's an inherent flaw with the plan. Uh, you know, it might be virtually impossible to say take off the lug nuts. So then you have to go into and, and start thinking, okay, it, it's just not going to happen. And like I said, you have to be objective about it. You have to keep your cool about it. You know, using all the exercises in the master key system, remain calm, cool, collected, objective, dispassionate, and say, okay, what are the real odds of me dislodging this this lug nut or, uh, you know, jacking up this car? Maybe it's on uneven ground, and and, jacking it up is, is not only... Impossible or near impossible, but it's also very, very dangerous. Something you have to look at, something you have to take into account. And of course, as we get above bigger goals, you know, bigger problems than just changing a tire, you know, we're, we're going to have 
seemingly endless amounts of variables and things to consider. But once again, and I, and I do mean this in all earnestness, you know, step two, you know, defining where we want to go. You know, I, I seriously debated whether or not, you know, putting that in, in, into as step one, but you know, we, we have to know where we are first. But step two might easily be the most important. That's because we're defining what our success is. We're defining and visualizing and creating in our minds, you know, that idea of success, that notion of what we want. And the clearer we can define that, the clearer we can build that image, the stronger we can make that, that image, uh, and the longer we can hold it in our mind, unwavering, we increase the chances of our, sex, of our success exponentially. And it's you know, obviously because it's, it's you know, written a lot in the master key system, but I've seen this in, in, in my life and in other people's lives and master key coaching clients' lives. Now, this is the reason why business people build uh, and write you know, detailed business plans, detailed marketing plans. You know, it's not just to get funding. It's, it's not just to get money from banks and investors and, and, and the like. It's also to help them define where they want to go, what they see their businesses doing. You know, it's defining their business because when you're first starting out with anything, you, know, you want to take your business everywhere. You want to be the triple threat, you know, singing, dancing, acting. You want to, you know, throw comedy in there as well. But in reality, you can't. You just want to say, hey, let's define our success or what we, how we can be successful in, in the most definite way and, and put it on paper. Let's define it. Let's show how it will work. And it's not just for the, like I said, it's not just for the investors and the bankers. It's, it's for the people, the owners, the, the writers themselves. Because as you write these things, it, it gets emblazoned in, in, in a mind. And like I said, it, it, it becomes you know, very easy to visualize and to hold unwaveringly, indefinitely. And it's very powerful. So it's the same thing here. You know, we're, we're, if we're... You know, with the flat tire, we, we, we want to envision that solution. We, we just want to calm ourselves using the, the, the methods in the master key system, clearing our heads, relaxing our bodies, clearing our minds, and, and, and working on envisioning the solution to our problem. Yes, the wheel is fixed, and we're on our way. You know, it, it will give us that jolt, and like I said, it, it will point us in, in the directions to follow. Because as we hold that vision in our head, like, like I said many times before, we will do things both consciously and subconsciously that will move us in the direction of that which we're visualizing. So even as we, we get up on, on bigger goals where, where there are more endless or seemingly endless variables involved, we, we will handle the right ones at the right time. Not 100% of the time, but enough to make it count. 
But that's the power of holding that image in mind. That's the power of keeping that emblazoned in, in our mind so that we can you know, work towards it and let our conscious mind and our unconscious mind do their thing. But it requires us to be relaxed, requires us to be poised, it requires us to be calm and objective. And that's, like I said, also what step two will help us to accomplish because as we think on that solution, it does have a calming effect rather than panicking and saying, oh no, oh no, we're doomed. I don't know if anyone ever saw the movie Aliens, you know, Hudson. Say no more. We don't want to be Hudson from Aliens. Not necessarily a good thing. Um, But we do want to be the person who takes command and solves the problem. And and these are the steps you will use. And it's all backed by the master key system and Handel's philosophy of success, where it all comes from. So start using it. Now, I'm going to give a, a little exercise that you could really start putting this into practice. And I want you to take advantage of it. I want you to to do this exercise. What I want you to do is to take something you regularly do. You know, use it on anything, anything and everything. But, you know, for practice, take something that you already regularly do, such as making a sandwich, cooking dinner and run through this checklist in your mind as, as you're doing that, just to see how each part fits with what you're doing. You see what I'm saying? So if you're saying, is okay, my problem is I, I, I have to make dinner for my family. You say, okay, what's my situation? You're gonna look in the refrigerator and see what you have available, or if not, you're gonna make a shopping list and say what you have to get, that's your situation. Then you're all. Then you're going to move on to step two and define what result you want. You want a happy family and a happy family meal, and you, know, you want turkey with all the trimmings, whatever. Then you're going to assess your resources. Hey, you know, do I know how to do this? What do I need? What do I don't? What don't I have? You know, what do I have to get? You know, what do I have in the fridge? What do I have in the pantry? Then you're going to run through it. You know, do you have the right recipes? And take action and run through it. You know, but you know, so that's something that you probably know how to do. But just you know, mentally, I want you to tag things in your head and say, "Okay, this is me assessing the situation. Okay, this is me assessing my resources." But then you're going to slowly. Now, this is just to just to get you in the habit of of going, you know, going through this checklist, um, and then you know, see how it works. And then as you get comfortable, as you see, ah, okay, I see how that works. You start applying it to your real-life problems. So if you, know, you take a problem that you might have and, and, and just do this checklist. Okay, what, where am I? You know, what, what's my situation? Okay, what, what would be my ideal you know, end result uh, from this? What's, what's my problem-solve state? And you have, you know, assess your resources to make that possible. You're going to find the things you need. You're going to define the things that you don't need. And now let me just throw in here one more thing. You know, with longer-term goals, you know, in which you you might need to learn new skills, you know, or, or skills will have to be learned, you know, 
that's something to take into account. That's something we'll be doing as, you know, this is sort of a combination of, uh, you know, step one, you know, assessing you know, where you stand, where you are, you know, you're going to be thinking about your skills and abilities as well as, you know, thinking about your resources. And that might be in the steps to your solution. Okay, in order to start an import-export business with China, I might have to learn Chinese. Okay. Then you might start saying, okay, got to get some books, go online and, and start maybe get a tutor. You know, these are things. So, the, you know, with longer-term goals, you're going to have that element in there. You know, that's something to think about. But in general, you know, for a, a lot of problems we come across, you know, we, we have solutions that will be made apparent using this process. Uh, so, you know, try it on everything. You know, to start off with things that you regular, regularly do, and then move it up to you know, problems that you, you know, currently might be experiencing. So let me just review, you know, uh, repeat those steps for you, and then we'll open it up for some questions and answers. Okay, step one: assess your current situation. Step two: define your end result, and and you do that using you know visualization and your creative imagination. And step three is assess your resources, your friends, things, places. <clears throat> step four is to act, and and that action might be might entail depending on you know the term of your goal, you know, learning, studying, uh, gaining new skills and knowledge. And then step five is rinse, wash, repeat, uh, depending on hey, did you succeed the first time? If so, you know, you're on your married way. Or it might be, okay, something went wrong, the problem is not solved. You have to determine whether that's, you know, inherent in, in the plan you concocted or it was just a failure due to, you know, a mistake or your skills. You know, so, and, and, you know, so then you, you try again. And, you know, that's it. Five easy steps or five simple steps uh, to solving any problem using the master key system. And, and that's it right there. So, you know, when you look at the 24 weeks of the master key system, you know, all this stuff is there. You know, it's ripe for the picking. It's just looking at it the right way and, and, and really drawing it out. But, you know, here it is for you. That, that's why on, uh, you know, Charles F. Hanel, you know, one of the logos for the Master Key system, and you could see it because I use it as a logo for my uh, Master Key Coaching website, and that's at www.masterkeycoaching.com. Uh, he, he has in there, you know, the Master Key system will help you solve your problem. Yeah, this is how. This is, you know, so just do it. You know, try it on everything, and, and hopefully, you know, the better you get at this, you know, you, you will be that person like you know, Rudyard Kipling wrote in If, who holds his head about him when everyone else is, is losing theirs. So that's it. Let's open it up for some questions and answers. If you have a question you'd like to ask or make a comment, uh, you're going to hit the 5 and the star key on your phone, the 5 and the star key, and you'll raise your hand, and I'll, I'll be able to... A patch in here. All right, we have one right here. Hello, this is Tony. Hey, hello, Tony. John here. How you doing? Very good, my friend John. How are you doing? 
Pretty good, thank you. Hey, those, those are uh, I like the structure of the five steps, and especially the uh, the the uh, simple but powerful example you gave about making a sandwich and then stop and and think about the steps. And actually, that, that that's that's a good uh, uh, advice because uh, it, it it puts the person uh, on an easy platform to start with. And then, and then eventually move up, move up, move up to much more difficult things that at first they might seem difficult, but if you do it step by step, small ones to large ones, and then the, in the future, future time, the a large one will seem doable. Absolutely. And that's why I said, you know, you know it's just like Hanel says, you know, practice is the key. <laughs> and we start small and, and we move on to the bigger things. And, and you know, and these five steps, like I said, they're at times deceptively simple because, uh, you know, we have to keep our head about us. We have to keep our wits about us. But once we get used to using them, then, then it's just, yeah, uh, you know, use it on everything. And, and so as, as you practice with, say, you know, making a sandwich or making dinner or getting gas, and you start thinking about these things, you know, you'll you'll get the the hang of it. So when bigger things come into your life, boom, easy, done, and you know you'll be able to be that that, that Rudyard Kipling, you know, you'll be a man, my son. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, the the other thing is, you know, we we, you know, to one degree or another, and it, it's a lot like m much of the stuff that we we review in the Master Key System. We do it to one degree or another. The thing is, is as we codify things, and, and you know, with lists like this, and God knows I'm not the only person who, who's ever, you know, came up with a list like this or, uh, you know, anything like that. You know, they're they're all over online. You know, the ten steps to, you know, marketing success or the five, you know, steps to an right. easy meal or whatever. You know, I'm, they're all over the place. But, you know, as, as we codify things, it just helps keep put things into perspective. And, it, and as we, and especially as we're studying with this master key system stuff and this whole, you know, philosophy of success, you know, we want to get into the practice and the habit of, of doing it all the time. And to be more precise, we want to get into the habit where it just comes naturally. Um, you know, we, we I've, you know, we've just, you know, said that, you know, hundreds of times throughout the course of these teleseminars. But we, we just want this stuff to be, like I said, like, I, like I've said before, and I'll say again tonight, we want it to be bone deep so that we, it, it just, you know, like a, you know, like they, you know, train military recruits, you know, in the Army or the Marines where, yeah, you know, they, they hear a, a twig crunch and <laughs> they're, they're, they're whipping around with, the, with their, you know, weapons at the ready. Um, but you just want things to just, you know, be that bone deep uh, with this stuff, so that you know, hey, you know, we're, when we when we you know decide on a goal, we we want to visualize it. We want to take the time to, you know, build that vision, you know, deeply and accurately and vividly, and, and we want to be able to hold it for a long period of time. And, and we want to you know, we want it to be natural, so that we, that when we do this, you know, we relax ourselves, so that we're not you know putting any anxiety on our system. And, or as Hannah would say, we're not, you know, blocking our solar plexus or anything like that. You know, we, we, we want to do these things naturally, and it just takes practice. And you know, take the time.
time throughout the day, and that's why I say most of these things, and just about everything in the master key system can be practiced at, you know, just at those times, you know, in, in, a, in, in, a, in a, you know, waiting in line at the post office, you know, great time to, you know, just, you know, practice your relaxation. Of course, you're not going to, be able to you're not going to be able to sit down. You know, you, you can get a sense of yourself there. You can clear your thoughts there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. You know, yeah, you know, all these things. And, and, and so, you know, working with, with this, with solving problems, yeah, making dinner, making a sandwich, you know, making, you know, ham and eggs. Yeah. You know, yeah. Just, just to, like I said, get these things, get these ideas and concepts bone deep. And, and so that when, you know, as they say, we know when the shit really hits the fan, you know, you might be the person who's prepared. And you might be the person that's ready, and 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 if so, you know that, that's that's going to be awesome because you know the world needs leaders, and God knows we don't have enough of them. And you know by by you know learning this stuff, and I'll say it again, you know getting it bone deep, it's it's really you know making a a, a leader out of us. So yeah, just practice, man, practice. <laughs> yeah, just. In on a on a personal note for myself, I I would uh, I would sprinkle that with a, uh, a positive mental attitude uh, on on every on every step. Yeah, is, is number one is is, is is you have to be realistic to to face the 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 current situation. But but do not dwell. Uh, this I'm, I'm talking to myself now. Do not dwell on the on on the present, uh, complaining and all that stuff. But uh, but go ahead and take action by doing two, three, and four, and five. Absolutely, and th- and that's a great point, and 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 that's something uh, that, that that's massively important. You're not just speaking for yourselves, you're, you're, yourself. You're speaking to all of us, because it is important, like you said. Yeah, yeah. Stay positive, and and you said something key in there. You know, yes, be realistic. <laughs> you know, but you know, being realistic doesn't necessarily mean you know being negative or, or saying, hey, that's impossible. That's that's not at all. You know, to me, to me, it speaks of saying, well, you know, if we sit in our car and you know pray, I, I don't know how, how effective that would be, and, and pray that angels or, or aliens or whatever come down from the heavens and, and, and rescue us from the, the street. You know, it, it's you know, I, I've always been under, under the age that you know God helps those who help themselves. Uh, Some you know. Most of the time, you know, he'll he'll be there. He'll help us, you know. If, 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 but you know, he's he's he wants to see you. He wants to see skin in the game on your end. And uh, you know, oftentimes, you know, sitting around and and, and just praying um, just might not be the, the best solution for accompanying accomplishing it. Um, I agree. I agree with you. I agree with that. And, and so yeah, it, it's you know, so when I say. And, and, and definitely, when you say you know, be realistic. It's like, yeah, don't, you know, don't expect Donald Trump to pull up next to you. Hey, you need a ride. You know, if, if if that's your solution to your to your plan, you know, that's not very realistic. <laughs> you, we will wait here until Donald Trump drives by in his limousine and offers us a ride. That that's probably not the best solution. But you know, uh, th- there are plenty of you know realistic solutions that are. You know, cross your fingers. Let's see if it works. And that's hey, give it a shot. Uh, yeah, realistic does does not necessarily mean uh, 
defeatist or negative. But uh, you know, to get back to what you're, uh, you know, uh, said, yeah, it's important to be positive, and that's uh, something that you have to know. And 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 perhaps that's that this should be an unspoken step or an unspoken rule. But just you know, have trust, have faith that more likely than not, there's a way out. There is a solution to your problem. Yeah. And it, it's something that. No, sometimes it might take time. You know, with, with our flat tire story, you know, it's, you know, like I said, it's very tangible, it's very cut and dry. But as we get into bigger goals and, and bigger problems, and, you know, bigger machinations going, happening, it, it's sometimes we, we, we might think, hey, man, this, this is just impossible. And, that's some, and it's sometimes a very tough call. Um, but generally, in life, I found that all's well that ends well, and you know, all things are, all problems are solvable, and all problems with enough faith, with enough elbow grease, with enough clear thinking, doable. It's definitely doable. Yeah, or, or yeah, like good, as usual, excellent point. Or like, or like I think Zig, Zig Ziglar said, uh, all problems are opportunities. I think it was Zig Ziglar. I'm not sure. <laughs> one of them. I, I, but I know. I, I, I bet you. That, you know that that's probably one of those quotes where it has like you know, you know, we need Maury <laughs> Povich here to give it the uh, DNA test <laughs> there are about 15 potential fathers for that one. Uh, but I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, you know, and and it's totally true. It's it's totally completely true. Hey, hey Tony. Uh, yeah. Can can I share uh, my my personal opinion of prayer? Please. Yeah, I I think I think prayer uh, the way we are taught to pray is mm -hmm. uh is begging is ask it's asking for something that we don't have or lack of. Mm -hmm. So so to me, that it's not very productive. I think uh, uh, whether one believes in God or the universe or the power of, of, of uh, the universe, I think the universe and God wants us to take action and not just beg because we lack something. So I, I think I think to me prayers uh, is, is is like begging and, and does uh, we feel that we lack something. So that's why uh, God or the universe doesn't give us. Sometimes what we prefer, we have to take action, like like you mentioned before, take action. Mm -hmm. So so that all that's, that's, that's my personal opinion. That's I, I think a good point. Uh, it, it's something where I, I completely agree with you. It's uh, a lot of people use it as, like I said, yeah, begging, begging for alms or whatever. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, it, it's something where. You know, as like I said, you know, Hanel defined it as, you know, having that clear vision of of what we want in our minds. And yeah, I think it, it does entail us, you know, taking action for it. Absolutely, uh, because that's you know, it goes back to that you know old joke. You know, Dosh the flood moves up to his roof, and the guys come by in a boat and a helicopter. Nope, the Lord will take care of me. And Dosh goes to heaven and because he drowns <laughs> in the flood, and you know. Yeah. God, what happened? I had faith in you. What do you mean I sent you <laughs> boat, <and laughs> helicopter? Um, yeah. You know, it, it, it's 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 along those lines. 
know, we, we have to you know, do some serious work. More than that, we, we have to make some serious mistakes, <laughs> uh, you know, depending on, on what the nature of our problem is. You know, I, I know whenever I do a home repair project, and I am not a handyman. <laughs> I'm here. Uh, uh, but, you know, you watch it on TV and you say, yeah, I could do that. And then if, you know, you ever had a, a carpenter in your house, you, you, you know that, you know, you're just getting something like, you know, shelves put in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, you're talking about, you know, getting a second and a third mortgage out on the house. Um, yeah, and that's just for the, the, the carpenter to come by and, and, and give you the estimate. <laughs> yeah. After that, you know, we're talking, you know, firstborn children and, and, and uh, you know, future earnings. Um, but I, I know, you know, it's, it's, it's a process of trial and error. You know, putting up a bookshelf, it's like, I, I, I or doing anything. And, and you know what, I, over the years I've gotten okay at it. I, I, I you know, like I said, I'm not a handyman, but I can swing a hammer. I, I, I could turn a screw. Um, but I, I know if I, you know, you know, going into a project, I know okay, I'm going to do my first run to say, you know, Home Depot or Lowe's or you know whatever the, you know, uh, hardware store is, whichever one I use. And I'm going to come back and unload my stuff. I'm going to get started, and then I'm going to realize, oh, I forgot these items. So then it's back in the car, going back. Then I know I'm going to come back, and one of those items I got, I'm going to break. I'm either going to cut it incorrectly, or as I'm putting it in place, it's, I'm going to snap it because you know it's probably the first time I'm doing it or the second time I'm doing it. But I just know it's going to be a process of trial and error until finally <laughs> I, I generally get what I want. Um, and and it, it is just using this process here. Hey, I have in my mind what I want, and you know what? Goddamn it, I'm not stopping until. I get it, <laughs> uh, and, and yeah, it's, like I said, it's going to entail a good three or four trips to the to the hardware store. It's going to entail, uh, you know, a few broken uh, pieces of hardware. And, and as long as I'm not hurt in, in, in the production of, of this folly, then uh, I consider it a good day. But you know, it's it, you know, and 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 you know, that also reiterates, you know. Uh, comes into play when we talk about practice. Like I said, you know, me fixing something, it's not something I do every day, but, you know, the carpenter who does do something every day, like that every day, you know, he's, he's good at it because, you know, it's practice. And it's the same thing with all this stuff we're talking about here. Hey, it's, it's about putting it into practice and, and really getting to know it. And the good thing is since, you know, 90%, 95% mental, we have a lot of opportunity to practice it. So there's not a yeah. whole lot of excuses we could use. <laughs> <It's a> practice. <laughs> Great. Thank you, Tony. Thank you so much. John, thank you very much. I'll, I'll talk to you next week, or if not before then. Yes. Thank you, John. Bye -bye. Thank you for, for uh, your call. Thank you. Bye-bye. All righty. Anyone else have a question? Just uh, hit the 5 in the star key. Although I do see it's 9.03. Um, so with that, let's uh, call, call it an evening. Uh, we will be here at the same bat time, the same bat channel. And of course, if you want to download, you know, read the articles that accompany these uh, teleseminars, if you want to listen to back episodes, that's at com. So 
Until next week, my friends, may you get for yourselves the best of everything. Have fun. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Master Key Podcast. Please visit www.masterkeycoaching.com for valuable articles, observations, and insights about the Master Key system and the philosophy of success. While you're there, subscribe so that you're informed when something new is posted. The best way to succeed is to tune in, unlock, and attain. So visit www.thecompletemasterkeycourse.com and begin tuning in today. Thank you for listening. Be kind and have fun.